I feel like once this quarantine is over, there's going to be like, I'm just going to live at a Bloody Mary bar, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to Mysterious AF. I'm your host, Charles Yance, and I'm joined by... Celesta, the coolest cat out there. The coolest cat I have ever met. Are you sure that isn't, like, trademarked and she's going to sue us for a million dollars? <laughs> I don't know that. Um, <laughs> I still haven't finished the show, but uh, so I don't know what happens with her, but she she can't get my money. I'm going to go hide in you Oklahoma with, <laughs> with Joe. I have no money. Yeah, I have no money, Carol. You can't get it. Um, She'll take Jasper and Jumbles and put them in a cage for money. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they will eat her in her sleep. I've trained them. We're talking <laughs> about tiger. The password. Tiger King. If you don't know people, if you haven't joined the madness, <laughs> now is the time to join. Yeah. Uh, but. We're not here for that madness. We're here for Mysterious AF Madness. Uh, we are a sporadic podcast <laughs> <laughs> where Celesta and I discuss paranormal documentaries. And if you've been listening, which I'm sure you have, uh, we have been discussing season two of Hellier, the Planet Weird show that um, follows Greg and Dana. And we are almost to the end of season two. So we're going to start. <laughs> we're starting at today with ep- we're going to do episodes seven, eight and nine. And this first episode is called The Trickster, which got me a little excited. And then the episode itself left me feeling. Left you flaccid, one might say. Yeah, super flaccid, limp, <laughs> uh, nothing going on. Just hanging out. So this we we start with Alan Greenfield, right? We do. Yeah, okay. and talks my about these are... enlightened beings. Yeah, and which made me think of Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like synchronicity in my own life. Why is this happening? <laughs> because everyone's on meth, I think. Like everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm still like so is he with the Illuminati or what is his deal? I cannot figure it out. Uh, that's a good question. I, they say that he's like almost a part of so many things. Um, but like the stuff that he is actually talking about and telling them is confusing and garbled. Yeah. Uh, and so basically the gang that's what I call them now <laughs> is interviewing Alan Greenfield in like a hotel room where they've unplugged the clock. Yeah. That made me crazy. Me too. Okay. Thank you. The flashing. I was like, I was like come on, seriously. This is like the insignificant detail that I can't unfocus on. Yeah, this is all exactly. I can think about. Also Greenfield is like, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's just, I don't, his whole look the white hair. I don't I don't know what he was trying to be, like a hip wizard or something. I couldn't that was off putting. I expected him to be more <laughs> I expected him to be like more serious, but he just looked goofy and then he's talking about all this nonsense and I was just I couldn't yeah. do it. He looks goofy. Um he's telling Greg that Greg and the gang are being led by the third order, which is I guess the Illuminati or another term for Illuminati. Is that Kind of what you were thinking. I, I don't know. Because I feel like they threw the word Illuminati around. But just for like a few. Like like a second. Yeah. and. But the third uh, order. I don't. I almost thought that was like some sort of alien thing too. Maybe. Oh my God. Same thing. Does. What? Is the third Reich. Does that mean. <gasps> Nazis. I, well, that's I don't know. Like, what does Reich mean? I don't know. You don't speak German? No. God damn it. 
<laughs> another skill I've been meaning to pick up during quarantine. All right, I'll send you the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> send you the stone. <laughs> the shipping is going to be insane. In, it's going to be airdropped. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies Through if it lands on you roof. or Ryan or the kitties. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to die. If you could <laughs> drop it at my neighbor's house, I will go pick it up. That'd be great. All right, well, if my spell works, my house will be whisked up by a tornado and dropped on your neighbors, and then we'll be neighbors. <laughs> because I have learned that the magician's number is 93. Yep. <laughs> Not the number that I would think is like a sexy magician number, uh, but according to Alan and his... Yeah, I was like, six to nine, that's like a magician, he's doing tricks. And so then I was like, how do I become a magician? I think you can, like, get a book or watch tapes on it. I I mean, did you go through that, a phase like that as a child, like, where you were, like, excited about doing, like, magic tricks? Like, I would do card magic tricks a few times. Yeah, I still... <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I, I Like, once a year, I'm like, I want to learn a magic trick. But That's I'm... another thing we can pick up during quarantine. <laughs> German... I'm making a list of things we're going to learn. German magic. (laughs) I don't want to just do like lame magic. Like I want to do like cool spells. Like I want to move the Statue of Liberty. Like do that kind of stuff. This is, I mean, it's possible. This could be a long quarantine. So. By the time I get out of this quarantine, I better be fucking Harry Potter. (laughs) Not like having sex with him, but like I'm a Harry Potter wizard like level. Yeah, nobody thought you were going to have sex with Harry Potter. I don't know why you had to throw that out there. (laughs) Just in case Nate listens. Oh, okay. Anyway. The number number 93. We have been drinking all day, people. Okay. We have. Uh, I thought I had it together, and then we started talking together, and I'm just losing it. But it's okay. I like yeah, that. It's fine. <laughs> it's We're in time. this together. Releasing the endorphins. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I guess Alan, one of his big things is like he's a numerologist. So they're, what were they? They're reading the email and doing numerology stuff. They put in Hellier and Hellier equaled 93, mm-hmm. which equals sacred number. Which, yeah, like sacred number. And then. But it just means like love and will, which right. I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't get it. So, and then Greg asked some questions like, you know, who's putting them through this ritual? Should they continue? Alan's like, yeah, keep going. Doesn't really know who or what. Maybe the third order. But he he says something like it's designed to bring them to a higher dimension of reality. So Which he has very, like doing drugs. <laughs> and he has very little information about who, what, why, where, when, how. But, oh, it's definitely bringing you to a higher dimension of reality. Okay, Alan. Yeah, and I can't help but notice that Greg, I think, has makeup on, is what I put, like, in quote, or in parentheses uh, okay. as my, like, internal thoughts. Um <laughs> Uh, and Alan also thinks that Terry Wrist is still around, um, but he, and he'd be like 75 years old. Yeah. And because they're and Alan's like, hey, if you try to contact Terry, tell me a code word, so that way Terry will tell me, and I can make sure that it's the real Terry Wrist getting a hold of you and not some cuckoos. Right, but then he's also like, oh, and it's very Terry to like kind of pull a prank on you like he'll tell you to meet at a gas station he'll be the gas station attendant and you won't even know it's him <laughs> like what what is the it's point like, of why that would, exactly <laughs> why would you want to fuck around with this this is annoying as hell i know screw terry <laughs> screw fuck you terry 80 year old asshole <laughs> so i guess greg mentions to alan that the goal of the season is to contact ultra terrestrials which was a term I had not heard before. Yeah. Alan just elaborates and says, the contact is never what you expect. 
so then we get into a time capsule and go back to 2012 where yeah. Greg tried to instigate an alien abduction like an asshole. <laughs> I this was so weird. And we keep seeing it over the next few episodes and I'm like, yes. why are we watching this? Like what does I don't even know to... what that guy's name is. No, I didn't write it down. I'm sure they gave it to us, but Large man with plucked eyebrows is my description. <laughs> he probably pulled them out from the stress. <laughs> I lost my eyebrows because of Greg Newkirk. <laughs> yeah, so they are in another hotel room. Hypnotized. What's their hotel room budget? I mean, they're not great hotels, but... I, I don't know. Probably like... What's 80 times 5? $400? $400. <laughs> $400 like $80 a, a night. <laughs> $80 a night times five. No. Uh, when they're not sleeping in Greg's van. <laughs> 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 smells like B.O. and french fries. Oh, probably does. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <clears throat> they got this friend. And they, uh, I guess, decide to hypnotize him. <laughs> like you do with your friends. Yeah. And see if they can sort of implant an alien experience in his head. I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of this because he he. It's not like a regress regression where yeah. like he's already apparently experienced something. He hasn't experienced anything. He didn't really believe in aliens. So I guess they just wanted to do this experiment to see what would happen. Well, and one of the things they they explain, or Greg believes, and he's a lot telling Alan about, he's like, when I when there's an abduction experience, it's not all purely physical, right? Like you can be mentally, I guess, abducted or something, which I don't, I don't buy that (laughs) one bit. But uh, I mean. That's basically What's like saying point? someone's sucking your soul out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> like and also, you in why would, if aliens weren't abducted, let's say, let's say aliens are taking people and wanting information from our bodies and probing us or whatever. Like, why would they just put that memory into our head? Like, what? Unless they were doing a psychological experiment, in which case I'd say it's not aliens, then it's like the government. Right. right. Yeah. I don't. I don't so get it. <laughs> Ryan and Nate are going to learn hypnosis during this quarantine, so they can hypnotize us into thinking that we're being. Abducted I don't know, man. After after watching this, I'm like, I'm never going to be hypnotized. I never. It freaked me out. Well, to be honest, uh, I tried a YouTube hypnosis video to <gasps> try to get myself hypnotized, and I just fell asleep. <laughs> Um, I feel like this is the story of my life lately. <laughs> <laughs> tried to tried to brush my hair, fell Okay, asleep. but <laughs> wasn't it weird when like he just grabbed the guy's hand and put it up to his face and he was almost instantly in a trance? It, like, it was that weird. happened fast. It wasn't like uh it wasn't like a slow like listen to my voice and you're getting sleepy. It was just like bam, look at the lines of your hands. Da-da-da-da. And I was just like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like it has to be a person-on-person thing, which is difficult to do in this time because we have to stay six feet apart. So (laughs) maybe after I can get, like, legit hypnotized, I'll do it. They can hypnotize me. You can do it. I, huh, weirds me out. Don't worry, hon, I got your back. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this guy. You'll just be clucking like a chicken for the rest of your life for no reason. (laughs) That's fine. People will give me candy. Feel bad for me. <laughs> uh, so this guy, after he's hypnotized or whatever, he feels like he has been gone for a long time. He describes seeing a place where there's conveyor belts that are moving people like cattle, which just made me laugh hysterically. Because um, I'm imagining like all of these ugly naked people on a conveyor belt, like, being shipped around and these aliens like mm, yeah that's one <laughs> yep 
have you ever noticed that the alien abductees are never like good looking people? <laughs> like no shade, but truth, well, right? Like, now remember episode one. <laughs> I don't remember her name, but she stole. Oh, damn it. What was his name? Stan? Oh, my God. Stan. Stan and the girlfriend that tried to steal him away. She is pretty good looking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she she was abducted. Apparently. But okay, that's that's like one in a thousand. So you're (laughs) you're right. But I'm just saying. (laughs) What I'm ultimately hearing is Stan is not attractive. (laughs) Ew. No. Also pedophile, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. There's that, too. <laughs> um, so, but now, so this happened in 2012, and they're saying that now this guy doesn't remember that hypnosis experiment, but he is terrified of extraterrestrials and, like, the thought of being abducted. Yeah. Those those asshole friends of his put <laughs> false memories into his head. <laughs> <laughs> those damn friends. Greg. We're learning a new side of Greg. Like, we thought he was, like, this shy, quiet kid. But now, he's a little mischievous. Yeah. At one point... Greg is? Yeah, Greg is. And I think without Dana to, like, guide him through this world, I think he would go off the rails a little bit. On a crazy train. hmm I agree. They have this video, and they actually have Alan Greenfield watch it. For whatever reason. Um, at some point they ask Alan what the motivation would be to go through this ritual that they think they're going through. And his answer was the creation of a crisis and resolution of a crisis. To which I said, Coronavirus! (laughs) That I texted you the other day. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> Open that makes the box. sense now. I didn't get that at the time, and I guess I missed him saying that in this episode while <laughs> I was writing my notes. But, um, damn, <laughs> shit, we've cracked the case. Cracked it. Cracked it wide open. Yeah. Moving on. My next oh. notes were about the damn balloons. That's yeah, oh the last I had. <laughs> So remember, if you guys are watching, I don't know if we, I think we skipped over it when on the episode, but when Tyler Strand was in the woods looking at those coordinates, which Alan Greenfield says, no, they're not coordinates. They're like, what did he say? Something to do with numerology. But anyway, Strand found this balloon, happy birthday balloon in the woods. So then later, Greg is talking to a friend. And he's telling him about the random balloon that he found. And his friend wigs out and pulls up this video, and we see it, of a balloon that he's just taping, falling from the sky, floating around. And they say, at this point, that it was on the same date that Tyler found his balloon. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's days apart. Close, but days apart. But the friend said that he felt like he was supposed to tell Greg and Dana about it for whatever reason. And then he kind of forgot and never did until this was brought up. And 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 there you go. Two people have found balloons in this, the United States of America. It just goes to show. <clears throat> Whoa. Wow. Excuse me. Sorry, wow. Corona. Um, <laughs> it just, just goes to show <laughs> that... People are fucking littering all over America with these damn metallic balloons. Well, they fly off. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You don't tie them down there? Get out of here. Well, don't give them to irresponsible people. Who are you giving them to? Kids. Can't trust a damn kid to hold on to a balloon. Fuck no. Also, helium is in limited supply. Did you know that? Sure did not. It's a natural element that... We just used to freaking blow up balloons, and pretty soon it's going to be gone. Great. Thank you. Now I'm going to be stuck with serious thoughts the rest of the night. Sorry. You're going to have to blow up those balloons with your own two lungs that are going to die from coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus! Well, thank you so much. 
for that positive <laughs> interjection at the end of this fucking episode. Jeez Louise. <laughs> and the spirit award goes to <laughs> not Celestia. <laughs> anyway, what does Alan tell us about the balloons? Well, Alan is saying to continue to do what you're doing, things will fall in your path. And I said, uh oh. And then he says something about a blue star that's like Sirius, the constellation or the Sirius star is blue. And that was the end of my notes for this episode. Did he mention that there, really? Yeah. Sure did. Interesting. Um, Well, that's the end of your notes because you. The end of my notes for episode seven. Yeah, but you just you forgot where they actually get to that blocked road and find the blue star. That's in the next episode. Are you sure? No. But I'm looking at my notes now because I'm like, I know what you're talking about. And I was like, maybe uh... I have it at the end, but maybe not. You know, I have the word end after my notes. So, no, I think you're right. I don't know. I could have sworn I wrote it down. You probably fell asleep again, Charles. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, (laughs) you're right. Oh, my God. I that's so weird. I could have sworn I wrote down notes about that because I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah, so they are taking Carl to where they were in Somerset, Kentucky. Driving sites. Yeah, showing them around, showing them all the great sites of Kentucky. They're driving down (laughs) this dirt road in Greg's minivan, and there's the skinniest tree ever that's fallen across the road. Um, And so they get out to move the tree, and at the base of, like, the trees where they're moving the tree to is a blue metallic balloon. Yep. And they freak out. Connor shits everywhere. And they get the tree moved, and then they continue on their merry way. <laughs> Where were they going down that? My first thought, honestly, was like, this is a private drive that someone put that tree across because it was perfectly across. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe the farmer that owns this field is tired of having random people drive down his road. <laughs> so he put a tree here, and you guys just were like, wow, well, we're just going to keep going. Like, it was literally like it wasn't even a road. It was yeah, more of a path that people could drive down. It was super bizarre. It was, yeah, and it seemed a bit of a stretch. Um Yeah, it was on the one hand it was like, whoa, but on the other other hand it was like, is this set up? I just, is this yeah, fabricated. Yeah, it was a little much, but I don't know. And then Greg hears like noises or something. And I was totally waiting for something to jump out of the woods, but <laughs> nothing does. Uh, that would have only been amazing. A baby deer and it karate kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> or an adult deer and it stabs him in the gut oh, with its antlers. And a- yeah. Nope. They go on. So what else did I miss at the end of this episode? That's it. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, was- I do remember watching that. Yeah, I probably just zoomed in on Greg's face, all worried and panicked, like, <gasps> a balloon. <sighs> we got to go, guys. They know we're here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Helicopter flies over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Episode uh, eight. The Secret, the secret. Commonwealth. Sorry. No, secret. you're good. I was, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> enjoying this time with with you. Have you heard of this folklore Thursday thing? No. That Greg is scrolling. I hadn't heard of it either. And I feel like I should have heard about this. We'll definitely have to look into it now. Listeners, did you know about the hashtag folk? (laughs) Hashtag blessed. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag folklore Thursday. Uh, I guess people post stuff about like local legends and stories um, on Thursdays and they use the hashtag folklore Thursday um, and you can learn about all kinds of stuff, which sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Greg goes down the rabbit hole of, I guess, Somerset. Like, he was just Googling things around Somerset. Um, which led him to this story from Somerset, England, where there's this book about fairies. And the author's name was Kirk. Greg's last name is New Kirk. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Greg thinks he's living out some sort of, I don't even know, like, he thinks he's continuing the line of the Kirks, apparently, and the fairies. And I guess this, the guy who wrote the book was also a minister, and Greg's dad was a minister, and Greg is technically ordained. But the author was dragged away by the fairies for giving away their secrets. And now this makes Greg very worried because he is dredging up a lot of secrets. And I guess he's afraid he's going to be dragged away by fairies. <sighs> That's Maybe not about the all fairies. I can say to that. <laughs> A dramatic sigh is all I can say to Greg's uh, worry of being dragged away. The fairies don't want you, Greg. I'm just going to tell you this now. The fairies do not want you. Uh, <laughs> they want Tyler. They want Carl. They don't want you. <laughs> You're safe, Silver, also, silver uh, Mulder or whatever. Mulder. Oh my gosh, I had a dream last night that my hair turned gray and it really bummed me out. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, it was just... You I'm know like, you can I'm, dye it. I'm not that old. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I have legitimate white hairs in my beard hair now. Oh yeah, so does Ryan. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> nothing you, has made you me a- want to jump <laughs> off of a balcony Aww. more than that. <laughs> I bet they look great. That's so sweet of you to say, but um, like a wise old <laughs> owl. <laughs> Thank you. Nothing. Ha- <laughs> nobody has ever described me in sexier terms than that. <laughs> and I was like, "What do I care? I'm married. I should just let everything go. Just let yeah. it all go. Let yeah. it go. Let it go. My body. It's a wonderland." <laughs> Of elderly, for like the elderly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, you uh, didn't work out today. You've been drinking. Who knows what tomorrow brings? Hopefully some some self-reckoning and saying, <laughs> okay, Charles, you need to get your shit together. Get right with God tomorrow. What did Blanche Devereaux do? <laughs> I feel like she would continue to drink <laughs> and eat pie in the middle of the night. True. Still looks fabulous. Anyway, so Green Alan Greenfield also refers them to the Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, and so Greg almost starts like taking on this like I am the hero of this story persona. Like I know you can just see his head getting bigger and bigger. Exactly. He thinks (laughs) I don't know. He thinks the whole universe revolves around him. Not everything is. It's about you, Greg. No, not every balloon that falls from the sky is for you, Greg. <laughs> he tells us about the rebirth of Pan. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, this, we go down or a, well, clearly, since we start this episode hearing about Folklore Thursday, we go down a whole bunch of lore stuff. Too so much they are again. Too much. Too much of a dump. <laughs> uh, these three-toed footprints, which... That if you remember the goblins. Yeah, yeah, the goblins had the three-toed footprints. But there's a symbol that's used going back many years. And it looks like a Y with the vertical line going, like, continuing up past where the two come to meet it. And it looks like a bird's foot or something. And so this yeah. is, like, used in a lot of ancient drawings and runes and it's also a symbol of where witches meet and then they flash back to that call that they got in season one from the guy in Jenkins, Kentucky who found the three-toed tracks mm-hmm. uh, and then he talks about power names oh yes and Parsons and Pike are considered power names and those are obviously connected to Hillier 
because Hillier is in Pike County and Parsons was the town where I don't, I don't even remember. I don't remember either. But... All I remember is seeing it on the sidewalk and they were like, Parsons! Ah! Okay. Alright. And then we get the breakdown that Orion is where the evil aliens come from mm-hmm. and that the symbol of Orion is the three-toed or the coxfoot. And then Sirius is where the good aliens come from and that's the dog constellation. And then, and they... <laughs> and then I thought well I mean, they talk about, like, good aliens versus the bad aliens, and bad aliens apparently hate dogs. Right. Um, but that I didn't have time to, like, go into it, but then I was like, well, where does that leave Dogman? Because Dogman seems like this evil thing, but what if Dogman is, like, this good spirit that's protecting us? That could be. I have never felt personally threatened by Dogman. Me neither. So, I like dogs. Yeah. And then we find out, remember, or we're reminded that David's dog disappeared when the goblin, you know, assuming the goblins did something to his dog. Um, I don't know. What did you, th- what did you think about the good alien, bad alien thing? <sighs> <laughs> Just another long story. <laughs> It it was interesting, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Like no, in this episode yeah. or the next yeah. episode, like it, it doesn't really have any like weight to it. Like right. it's interesting, but it's not pertinent to what they're talking about, in my opinion. Um, but I, I I feel like that would be an interesting show to do, um, <laughs> just because I hadn't really heard that before, and I haven't heard a lot of theories about like good aliens and bad aliens like i feel like all the alien stuff we've watched is like they're Them against us they're, they're just alien yeah, yeah and it's like i mean who doesn't love dogs <laughs> like if you don't like dogs i don't want to know you yeah so this is where they asked the astrologer to like yes. look at the dates around things that occurred i don't i didn't really write down what she found because i was like this is nothing (laughs) she said like when the day that they found the blue star balloon there was an emotional event and that they felt restriction and hesitation and then i got distracted by tyler's arms and that was the end of my notes Mm -hmm. about that yeah because he was like stretching (laughs) and i was like wow big arm i had a note about his hair in this one too i was like i wonder what charles thinks about his hair here because (laughs) it looked like it was darker i asked him to dye it I feel like it made it. I feel like it was a good color choice. It made him look pretty good. That's what I said. That's what I told him. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me get into the multiple gods throughout history with horns on their heads, or and they're like surrounded by animals, which I guess leads us to Pan, uh, who is apparently some sort of weird god entity trickster thing and he's showing up everywhere and then we get into Crowley invoking Pan and Crowley's also a power name by the way um he invoked Pan to speak to the ultra terrestrials and then yeah like you said like they talk about getting into this ritual to to speak to the ultimate god, leader, alien, being. I have no freaking clue what they're trying to do. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I it's agree with what you said. Yeah, they just go down this hole of talking about Pan and Satan and the trickster. Like how, I feel like this episode almost should have been called the trickster or something. Because yeah. they describe um, that more. And then we get Dana telling us that they are going to make a fairy altar. Yeah, at the yeah. they're going to the cabin or whatever to uh, yes. Wherever. Going to the cabin in Somerset and they are going to leave milk, honey, cinnamon, cakes and white candles and they're going to upkeep it every single day like a different person is going to go out and upkeep the shrine. And she's out there with these candles and they're like underneath the foliage and i'm like bitch you you are gonna burn down this whole forest yep 
There's a lot of fire in the woods. And I, mean, I was like, was fairies, ridiculous. fairies don't want you to burn their house down, Dana. <laughs> Haven't you seen Fern Gully? Come on, Dana. <laughs> Don't we just get all these shots of like every one of them going out there barefoot, meditating, nearly yeah. burning the foot of forest down, communing with nature. And then feeding. they make sangria for them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they make sangria yeah, for the trees. For the trees and they water the trees. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, they are wasting all of this booze. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, that was to honor the green man, which is traditional, I guess. Uh, in my notes, such a waste. <laughs> <laughs> such a waste. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. Well, then we get into this. I thought this was kind of cool. Like, So in this tiny town, they have the International Paranormal Museum. And we meet Kyle. <laughs> yeah he's uh he's the guy to ask about the local legends and he's telling excuse me he's telling them all about the ghost stories the bigfoot the ghost trains the ufos the secret cults somerset kentucky is everything man i know we need to get to kentucky i said celesta let's go live in kentucky and live on i said that um Yeah, we need to go live there so we can solve their unsolved there? murders. Well, just for like a summer, like we'll be like one of those cute British shows about like the older detectives who go to like these small ass towns and like help them. Okay. Yeah. Um we'll and wear cute um raincoats and Yes. Yes. And just drink bourbon the entire yeah. time and sweet tea. And <laughs> we'll show murders. up plastered and be like <laughs> I don't know if Kyle isn't a serial killer. Ooh. Or part of the secret society that's killing people. It's a good cover. You're telling me. Why did you feel that way? Um, Just when I looked at him, I got this. <laughs> the serial killer vibe. This, yeah, creeped out vibe that I was like, listen, sugar tits, I know your game. Mm-hmm. You're not fooling me with that baby oh. face. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, yeah, he knew so much. Well, he, was, he knew too much. He knew ex- exactly that is the kind of detective instincts <laughs> I need on my team. <laughs> yeah, and he says like the area is weird, the people are weird, everyone feels like they're being watched. And then they introduce uh, Kyle introduces them to this guy named Nate, <laughs> yes, <laughs> who's starting cool. another podcast about weird stuff around Somerset. And he tells them about, like, electromagnetic fields and... Sedona, Arizona has a two-mile quartz deposit beneath it. And that's... I didn't realize that was... I think he says that that's where the most UFOs or, like, phenomena like that has been spotted, which... My parents go to Sedona, like, every year for Christmas. Isn't that, like, also a wine place? I... I don't know. I have not been. I haven't either, but... For some reason, I want to say Sedona is like where a bunch of wine comes from. but So all these people are wasted thinking that they see light <laughs> because be they're seeing the sun reflected <laughs> off of the quartz. They're probably. just near death, <laughs> drunk in some field. <laughs> uh, towards the night. Um, so, <laughs> Carol Ann. <laughs> <laughs> the, so Nate tells us a story about his wife who experienced something paranormal. Did you write any de- anything down? I about didn't write that? that down, but I kind of remember it. But do you want to walk us through it? So he says that something that, that was on the left was a painting, a picture, or a mirror moves, like slides around while it's still on the wall, and then it like flies back into place and it gives off this like vibrational energy. Is how he describes it, and he like hmm. makes sound effects too. <laughs> Uh, basically that was uh yeah and he and he also tells us that his wife amy and i was like wait a second is his wife the one that emailed but i don't think so okay you need better detective instincts i'm sorry i have failed you It's going to be okay. 
also, I'm not going to Kentucky. We're just going to go there and die. Yeah, I don't I don't think Kentucky's hip with the gays. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. So Nate's wife, Amy, works in a county that's next to Pulaski County where they live in Somerset. And she works in a hospital and they're like, they reiterate the point that Oh, yeah. Everybody is crazy. And That's they say that 70% yeah. of the people who are deemed crazy or have mental issues are from Pulaski County. Yeah. And I was like, maybe there's something in the water. Has anybody tested the water? Uh, yeah. So they're like theorizing, is it the electromagnetic fields around the area? Is it something in the water? Is it magic? I hope Fair, it's Fairy dust. <laughs> I hope it's magic. Who knows? Oh, then Connor gets freaked out. I guess they kind of leave and they go back to the car and they're like, Connor's freaked out because he thinks that at this point, these people are talking more about people, like evil people. Mm-hmm. Because they were do, they were talking a lot about cults and like sex trafficking and stuff. And Connor's like, um, I didn't come out to Kentucky to hunt down, you know, killer cults i came here to look for goblins and i don't like this yeah they i think it's neat that says he mentions the bluegrass conspiracy yeah which did you look that up i did not i wrote down that it was like drug culture like cartels uh in the early 90s there was cults doing robed rituals there were sex parties where people he says that like somebody was dating somebody and they took them to these sex parties. And after a while, yeah. they're like, I'm so tired of seeing these people having sex with children. I'm not into this. And I was like, okay, why are you still talking to a person who right. is going to parties where people are having sex with children? Right. Um, and yeah, I, that was crazy. It, yeah, it was just really uh, gross. And I was like, okay, this is what the documentary needs to be about. Like real, like doing real good and people, if this is a real thing. But yeah, that that was all I had about it. I didn't look more into it. Yeah, I meant to look it up. It talks about like some couple getting decapita- decapitated to, I don't know. I, I think that really, that freaked out Connor. So, But then what do we get at the very end of this episode? Greg is calling that bitch Amy. Amy! Amy with the good hair. And they get her on the phone. All right, episode nine. The center of your mind. Mm. Is it the? <laughs> was it the center of your mind, or was it just center? It was of your the mind? center of your mind. Okay. Okay. I wrote it down from Amazon. <laughs> uh, my first note was that Greg is meeting this jailbird Amy yep. on a virtual call. Yep. She's uh she's in jail. She's in her orange jumpsuit and everything. Yeah, and she doesn't really. Give us anything that's helpful <laughs> at all. She just like reiterates what she was saying to like, uh, she's just heard of the terms euphonauts and sloughs, but she doesn't say where. She's like, I've just heard it. Like, yeah, or she Googled it or something. Yeah. Know. She's batshit crazy. Yeah. She's, I mean, Greg is trying to ask her questions and she's just like, but do you know about the military involvement? Do you know? And he's just like, I know as much as you do, lady. Like, what? Yeah, she she says that she's a third grade teacher, and this whole thing has ruined her life. But now her story changes a little bit because she, in her emails, she referred to the Green Man as a god that these people worshipped. Now she's saying like there's literally lime green men in these caves. Yes. And she doesn't know who they are, where they come from. I don't know. She seemed, she seemed a little crazy. And then Greg launches into that whole spiel about like, well, this is another dead end, but it's a good dead end because it's led us to this other dead end. And uh, the facts are what they need to be when they need to be it. So as long as it gets us to the place that we need to be, then I guess it's okay that they don't make sense now, but they will later. It's like, what the fuck, Greg, are you talking about? What? <laughs> I, I do, do you remember that part? I didn't write it down. No, Mm-mm. I was like, uh, uh, this is just 
superfluous. I feel like most of this episode is could have been cut out. Yeah, it's like he can't he can't say like this was dumb and this lady's batshit. He's got to fit it in somewhere. So he's just making up this whole line of thought that doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Facts. <sighs> he does ask her about Doug because Doug he told her to contact them. Um, we don't really get to anything about Doug except that she's known him for a long time and said that Greg could help her. And, and Doug was one of the names that we weren't supposed to trust, if you guys remember that from... She also mentions that there's people in the woods watching people constantly. So, again, I was wondering how she got into that cabin in the first place where she got all that information from. Tells Greg that Area 51 is actually in Somerset. Okay. I don't know. That was, was dumb. It was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Uh, I did. Um, I'll just bring this up now so I don't forget about it later. But I did Google Amy from Somerset, Kentucky, to see what I could find out. Amy arrested Somerset, Kentucky, is what I searched. And I got this Amy, who's 35 years old, got the same hair as... They blur out her face, but you could see her hair. Uh, To me, it looks like her. I could definitely be wrong, but she is charged with, uh, let's see, burglary, theft. I guess those are two different things. Position, possession of a forged instrument. I don't know what that is. Basically, she was caught breaking into houses and stealing people's goods. So she would um, flat out rob them or she'd take their checks and write bad checks. I don't know. I mean, it sounds to me like this lady was breaking into a lot of houses. So, And our Amy with the email said she was in different people's cabins. So... <laughs> Hmm. And then, oh, and then uh, Reddit was saying, if you took her email and you did like um, speech to text email, it makes the same spelling mistakes and spaces that she has. Remember, like they were making such a big deal about Uh... the way it was worded and like, why would she put a space between what did she put a space between? Hell and year. It might have been. It was. It was definitely a place. Yeah, Yeah. and then they put the numerology to it, and it meant something, something, something. But people are like, "Uh, actually, if you read this, you know, Google just screws it up and makes the spelling mistakes. So, so this whole thing is just. It's still weird though that she would email them before Hellier even came out. Like, why would she contact them? That is the weirdest part. Yeah. We don't unless, know. They don't explain it to us. No, and unless she knew David and knew that he got a response and they thought it was fun, so they thought they'd try again. But I don't know. She's the catfisher. Yeah, I think so. Then they have that group meeting where they can't decide if they trust her or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but... Greg really thinks, for once, Greg is like, yeah, we still need to keep going. We need to investigate. We need to go into caves. And I was like, whoa, who is this Greg? Who is this sexy take charge man? (laughs) Yeah. Well, now that he thinks that the universe revolves around him, he wants to continue. It's Greg's world. We just live in it. (laughs) I guess they they go back to the guy that was hypnotized. Mm -hmm. But... I don't really know why they did that. Like they're talking about how UFO contact or like being abducted is a hallucinatory, hallucinatory state of mind. Yeah. But then we get to see Carl being hypnotized by the same hypnotist. And this is a bunch of bullshit. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Carl, while under this, hypnosis says that there's a gateway at hellier it's closed he thinks carl thinks that david christie is dead and that the goblins are minions of something larger uh but i mean so you also like it it just seemed so overacted and produced 
Yeah, it seemed to me like he wasn't hypnotized. Exactly. And I don't, I don't doubt that the guy can hypnotize people. I think that's what he does for a living. But like, it Carl didn't seem to take to it, which some people don't. Like, if you're not in the right state of mind, and some people, you know, can't relax enough to get hypnotized. But like, I mean, Carl just. There were times where they'd ask him a question, and he, you'd see on his face, like he was just like, hmm, I don't know how to answer that. Hmm, like you know, it was just like. Carl, are you just pretending right now? (laughs) And then he, later on, Carl says, um, What's wrong? I just can't. I know I wrote notes about Charles. Our notes just keep on missing. It's the Goblins, a.k.a. Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I just have a hard, I have a hard time believing Carl's actually under hypnosis, but I thought I wrote down exactly why. Oh, yeah, because there was a part later where they're interviewing Carl. And he says he was trying to get into a trance state. And it was hard to separate his conscious mind from the thoughts he thought he was supposed to be getting. So it's like, well, if you're under hypnosis, though, like, you should be in your subconscious. Like, you shouldn't be having trouble not having your own thoughts, right? Like you should be. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just seems to sounded to me like he, I don't know, like he couldn't relax and he couldn't get into it. It was like, well, then you're not hypnotized. You're all idiots. Imbeciles. <laughs> but there are, I guess, a few things we need to bring up just because he says they should look for a fountain. I'm not even sure why. And he also says that he's talking to a praying mantis. Now, do you remember where we saw a praying mantis before in our study of the paranormal? I don't. Really? <laughs> I've I was racking my brain, um, <laughs> and it and it quit. It quit. <laughs> Just shut down. I want to say that it was like in one of those episodes where like all the weird bullshit was happening in places uh it it was where a young man lost his virginity (gasps) oh my favorite yes david huggins was that really his name i I googled it earlier and that's what (laughs) came up so i'm going with it um (laughs) Love, love and saucers. Love and saucers. Oh yeah. He said that when she would come to him to procreate with him, there would be like this mantis <laughs> watch guard. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of kooky. Oh, I am so thankful for that. Well, maybe <laughs> uh, Carl's being tapped to procreate. Maybe. They need his sperm. Yeah. Sturdy. They sperm. need Carl's sperm. <laughs> Give us Carl's sperm. <laughs> and that's what Carl was say- hearing, but he didn't want to say it. And that's why it looks like he was faking the it's whole like, thing. I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to say sperm to Greg. <laughs> Never take me seriously again. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. I did not remember that. Um, now I do remember that, that you told me what it was from. But yeah, when I got your text, I was like, what? 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 <laughs> Talking pretty mantis. Yeah. So, anyway, last my notes say this is pointless. Please end. Please kill me. Um, this was a hard episode to watch. But guess what? They go looking for a fountain in Somerset. They find a. Well, it could have been a fountain at some point. Okay. Again, they're just finding things and making it fit where they wanted to. I'm just done with this whole thing. I don't know what episode 10 is going to bring us, but. Hopefully not them sitting in a tunnel talking about it, a tin can. But you know it will. You know ex- that's exactly where we're going. Well, did you not write anything down about Tyler and his uh, Estes? They're, so they're using this box. Yeah, Tyler's I did. got the bra blindfold. Um, and he's talking in an accent is what Dana says. And yeah. I'm listening to it. I'm like, it doesn't sound like an accent to me. No. But they interpret it as Michael 
Tyler is speaking for Michael. I feel like Michael the, the archangel. Like, yeah. What the shit? Either that or Saint Michael, because Connor gave Michael, the medallion yeah. to Tyler. But he says um, angel, like. Yeah, he does I, say I angel. And but yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really add anything to the episode other than at the end, Tyler's like they take the blindfold off and it looks like he's crying. He's like, my body was just so full of adrenaline and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you? I don't have anything else to add to this. I was like, I went back to watch this part because this is when I fell asleep, and I was like, now I know why I fell asleep because this is nothing, like concrete. Like there's nothing to this part. It's just add anything. Yeah, Michael is just another random name that Mm -hmm. means nothing except for Connor had given given him a medallion with Michael on it. Well, it's like okay, well, is it that or is he just like that's in his thoughts so that's what's coming out like i don't when he says it's michael they greg and dana like react like we should know like and i'm like was that like a name in like one of the first episodes that they weren't supposed to trust and i just thought it was personally i just thought it was because they asked it a direct question like what's your name and he responded with a name so i think they just kind of were like whoa you know like something actually happened but I don't remember Michael ever coming up before. Yeah, I didn't either. And so, I don't know. Oh, well, I guess since we're at the end of this, well, I guess we can do it in the next episode. I was going to say predictions because I haven't really thought about what is going to happen. Yeah, me neither. Um, But, well, at the end, they say they're going to try to make something happen and they're going to evoke Pan. So... Yeah, that sounds smart. Yeah. Super Evoke smart. the god of mischief or whatever. and the trickster god. Yep. Okay. Coronavirus! Ryan that and I... This, meme or gif or whatever. This I is think. what's happening is Ryan and I just randomly yell it out around the house lately. Just, <laughs> it's bizarro. Uh, yeah. So there you go was a lot of information about stuff I don't know about don't really care to know about yeah I feel like they're reaching I feel like they're digging for stuff that just isn't there and there you go well since this is the same week do you have a different favorite thing you want to talk about? Or I guess we can pretend it's a different week because it'll come out next week. What's your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing is a new podcast called Good Christian Fun. I have been binging it because there are two regular people that talk about Christian things like books or movies or music. So they review them sort of, I don't really review them, but they just talk about, they watch or listen and then they talk about them. And it's been a trip down nostalgia road and it amuses me. They have a hunt for the worst Christian song ever. And every week they vote and I know a lot of the songs and it just makes me laugh. So I should check that out. My favorite thing I will go along with your theme. I don't think I've talked about them before, but they deserve a shout out. It's a podcast called um, Queer Theology, and it, it's it been going on for a long time. I just got into it, I think, last fall, and they are two people who take the lectionary like verse I guess from, I don't know if it's from the United Methodist Church, like what their verse of the week is, but they queer it. One of them is a father. The other one uh, also went to seminary school, but is not, I don't think, a practicing priest, minister, or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just, they both kind of grew up, obviously, in the church, and one of them is trans. And so it's just really refreshing to hear people who normally wouldn't be welcomed in church, you know, hopefully more so now, but just just other voices than a straight old white man 
talking about the Bible. So it's really just refreshing. And they take like listener questions. Like every week they have a listener question and they've really um, like cultivated even before coronavirus, they have like an online community of questions and reaching out. Um, so yeah, queer theology, nice. they are just, and they do YouTube videos and uh, I feel like it's a, it's really important for if you, even if you aren't queer, but if you grew up in the church and like you've noticed that some people were treated shittily, like yeah. uh, it's it's nice that they are making, they're kind of like taking it back and being like, just yeah. because we're this way doesn't mean that we don't also get like to enjoy the word of God, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, we don't get too theological, but like growing up, you know, Jesus you're just constantly told that Jesus is love, 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 love. Oh, except for these people. It's just like, I don't understand that. I don't think that in the Bible it says that. So it does not compute. It like, it doesn't, it does not compute. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, like, it's like, I feel like my generation grows up and we're kind of like turning away from the church and all of our parents are like, but why? It's like, cause you guys don't make any friggin' sense. <laughs> It makes no sense. You're fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's um, another podcast. I think Candace actually mentioned it. Uh, Candace from Revolution mentioned it in one of her stories. And it's it's a church in Miami. It's called Heartway. But they do their um, mess like the sem- what is it called when the preacher talks? <laughs> the seminary, the sermon. Sermon. The se- <laughs> They put their sermon like on a podcast every week. And huh. one of the, th- I, I really like him. He pastor Danny, but in one of his episodes, he was like, you have to realize that there are things that are biblical, but they aren't Christ like. Yeah. And so like we're followers of Jesus. Like it was known as the way, like it's not like, so I don't know. It's just, yeah. I feel like I've been finally taking the time to pick apart the faith that I grew up with and was like shoved down my throat and being like, this is not like my, I don't, this does not align with my values and does no good for anybody. So I'm going to get rid of that. And, you know, it's just, it's just a constant process. <laughs> 2020 might be a year. Who knows? Yeah. It's a time for reflection, gaining weight. <laughs> <laughs> and becoming alcoholics. All yeah, right. Good favorite things. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to be watching next? <laughs> oh, God if bless you guys it, didn't guess it. Season finale of Hellier. Yes. Season two. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like an hour and 15 minutes long. Oh, shit. We can make it. We can do we can it. Do we it. can do it. We can do it. So, well, guys, I think that is about it for us. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, at Mysterious AF. If you just Google Mysterious AF, Facebook or Instagram, you can find us. Yep, just Google um, it. It's really not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys always, as always, for listening. We hope that you are all doing well, hanging in there, taking care of yourselves, being healthy, treating each other lovingly, respectfully. Um, giving yourself grace giving yourself grace we all need it at this time when we're all a little on edge we're Um, not alone we all feel a bit crazy right now no yeah and if you see something crazy that's paranormal email it to us then email (laughs) us that is the time email us i'm still waiting to see if this whole thing brings out the paranormal Uh, i'm hoping it does Hope the unrest is calling to the spirits <laughs> and demons. Maybe not the demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to be spirits. ripped apart at night because of your wish, <laughs> Celeste. <laughs> have you, you haven't experienced anything yet besides your roommate working out in the middle of the night or not roommate, sorry, your neighbor. Your neighbor. Yeah. No, I, I have not experienced anything paranormal. Um, I mean, and this was our first week in not going out hiking in a long time. And I haven't seen anything out hiking. So uh, I guess I'll just sit here and wait. Hopefully get my period so that way I can <laughs> have some spirits to show up. <laughs> Your 
first period. I'll, I'll text you. That's coming. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I'll walk you through it. Awesome. <laughs> Such a good friend. <laughs> anyway, on that note. Till next time. Stay. Yeah.